You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Porpoise Pod, another edition here. Tobin and Solana back at it after the Dolphins fall to three and two against the New York Jets. Thanks to everybody who tuned into our brief post game as Solana had to haul ass to the bus. Did you make it? Uh, people want to know. It appears you did. I did. I did. I made it. Uh, I probably had a little more time than I thought. So uh, all all's well for my endeavors to get back home to Miami. Good. Good. Um, what do you? Uh, what do you? Days out of this, Solana, all the injuries that they have right now, uh, listening to Mike McDaniel on Monday, you know, Teron Armstead doesn't sound good. Tyreek Hill in a walking boot, Xavier Howard, who knows Byron Jones, he ain't coming back. And uh, Tua Tungavailoa, I guess we'll know more on Wednesday, but he's not even cleared for football yet. And Teddy Bridgewater, he may not be able to practice until Thursday. It's a real cluster bleep over there at Miami Gardens and trying to scrape a team together right now. I think uh, the majority of their captains, uh, you know, are, are banged up and can't play. So, I mean, how much faith can we have in this team riding the ship and getting things right against a Vikings team that's four and one when you don't even know who the hell is going to be out there on Sunday? Yeah, yeah. It's a, a scary thought, right? Having to suffer through another four quarters of Skylar Thompson. Yes. And, and <laughs> How the 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 script has been flipped on Skylar Thompson. It's uh it's crazy. But yeah, I mean, Tobin, this was supposed to be the easy part of the schedule. Yep. Three and one. We were looking at these games saying, ah, it'll be all right. Everything will be okay. And then Teddy Bridgewater knocked out of the game, never had any concussion like symptoms, but because of the new rules, he's out of the game anyways. And um, yeah, I mean, I'd be lying to you if I told you. I wasn't concerned for the next couple of weeks. I get it. Sunday night football versus the Steelers, which by the way, has not been flexed out of Sunday night football. I saw Barry Jackson tweet, tweet it earlier, considering all the Dolphins injuries, considering how bad Pittsburgh is and how they got rocked by, well, by the Buffalo on. Bills. Yeah, well, we know why. Because they're hoping to is back. They get that Tua Flores storyline. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly what it is. That's exactly, exactly. what they want to do. Exactly what it is, but... Yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I told you I wasn't concerned, mostly because of the injuries. Other besides Tua, I mean, this team—they're banged up, and uh, we—I I guess we haven't seen Teddy Bridgewater because one play is certainly not a large enough sample size to uh, to say anything about what he would have been able to do with Tyreek and with Jalen Waddle. But um, let's be real—I mean, this team is uh, is going to struggle if Tua's not out there throwing to their best weapons. And the offensive line, Tobin, no bueno. No, it's not. I mean, look, that was going to catch up with them when both of your tackles are out. And it does sound like Austin Jackson is on the way back, which is positive. I mean, you, you know, you get some kind of a, you get a, another body out there, some depth built up. 
I think that's an important thing. But, you know, the Teron Armstead thing is concerning because, you know, you did sign a guy. And, you know, typically when you get a guy who has maybe elite talent, but you get him on the free agent market, there's some kind of a flaw. Like, there's, there's no... There's no perfect free agent typically. If it is, it's usually you have to do what you did with Tyreek Hill, where you're going to have to give up a lot of assets for him. When you just have to give up cash for a guy, there's usually a catch. And the catch with Teron Armstead is he's not a he's not a 16, 17 game player. He's a 12, 13 game player. And you probably knew you're going to deal with this. And we know that they've been playing with uh, fire with him all season because he hasn't been practicing. And for for him to go out there after having all that time off and not practicing is concerning because it doesn't feel like his injury, which he's been really dealing with all year, has gotten any better. Yeah, yeah. And we talked about it, right, where that's one of those guys he's probably just not going to practice. You hope he's able to suit up. But the fact that he had to leave the game, never got back out there, we've we've heard that he's left games or after the completion of the games was banged up. Um, it's not good. And as well as, you know, Brandon Shell, as many uh, good snaps he can give you, I mean, Greg Little is just, uh, he's getting torched out there. Eichenberg yeah, is isn't, he, isn't he also playing with like a lobster claw? Because I feel like there was one game where they wrapped up <laughs> the tape on his hands. Like, that can't be all the way healed either. Nope. Nope. So this team is banged up. And guess what, Tobin? Um, we can talk about it, but nobody's going to give you any excuses in the NFL because everybody's aching. No, unless and, you're a Bills uh, fan. Right. Then, you know, that the, the loss to the Dolphins in count because – half their roster was out, even though it really wasn't. I mean, they had Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen, so really, who cares? I actually thought, like, I thought the secondary did decent without Xavier and Howard. Um, The bigger concern for me was they were getting gashed up the middle with runs. There were certainly some broken coverages on wheel routes and things like that, but, you know, I thought for as explosive as the Jets have looked at times with their outside weapons in their passing game, you know, he only had 200 yards from, from Zach Wilson, uh, the the coin flip of that is they're not a very good running team and they uh, they really beat you up there. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't seem like they were exposing the secondary as much as it was just specific instances of your coverage getting blown, right? There was that one play, uh, you mentioned the wheel route where, uh, who was it, Brees? Um, Brees Hall. Brees Hall, just, just nobody's even covering him and he's able to get out into the flat and just runs like a go route and he's wide open. Nobody yep. was w- within 20 yards. So I don't think that's too concerning those big type of plays. I mean, typically that's just a mistake by the defense and it's, it's abnormal from the Dolphins secondary, but man, this defense was set up. We talked about it. Byron Jones on one side, Xavier Howard on the other. And when those two guys are in out as good as our depth has been, in the secondary this year uh, with the emergence of Cater Kahoo and, and Keon Crossan has given you something. And I guess Noah got some run and he wasn't absolutely terrible if that's where we're going to set the bar at, but those two guys are out. Uh, you're going to struggle. And that's exactly what happened. And, uh, and, and the big guys up front are paying for it as well. Yeah, they, they have been. And I think that, you know, one of the things that's concerning is that, I think we gave this defense the marking and the title of being elite. You know, even Mike McDaniel said after week one, that this is still the defense's team and they've come up in clutch situations. And I think Josh Boyer had said something to the point that we're not really worried about the stats. The point is let's get the football back to our, our offense. And it had been successful for them for the most part. 
Um, you know, they've gotten burned with some pretty key turnovers too on the, on the, uh, from, you know, Skyler's fumble or Teddy Bridgewater's late interception. You know, these have been things that, you know, as a defense, they're t- you can only take so many hits like that. But I don't know for them to have a full shutdown game. You know, we haven't really seen that. And, and you, you think about the struggles that they had early last year when they got off to such a rocky start. You wonder like, all right, did we buy too much into this defense? Did we did, did we think that? a defense that maybe we considered playoff good. Is it not quite there yet? And and maybe this isn't the defense's team, which was, you know, probably the, what everybody thought it was going into the year. Yeah. And you're, you're seeing it right where it's going to have to be that balanced effort. You're going to need big performances from your offense, every game, big plays, put points up on the board, and you're going to need the defense to at the very least keep you in games. And if the, the the offense does turn the ball over, pull you out of tough spots, which by the way, the Dolphins D did in the beginning of that game. Just look at the first couple of drives. The Jets come down the field, they get a first down or two, but then the Dolphins defense holds. Right. And then Miami gets the ball. It's a good special teams play by the, by the Jets defense, which seemed to happen a couple times where the Dolphins consistently were starting in their own territory, like deep in their own territory. But when you go back and you watch the game, so many drives for the Jets are starting with the Dolphins defense already in their own territory, having to defend just 40, 50 yards. You're asking a lot out of a team that's banged up, out of a unit that's banged up. So I don't think it's you know time to sound the alarms yet. I do think once people are healthy and, and you're still looking at some of the schedule and you're saying, okay, these are all winnable games, the Lions. Uh, the Bears, if Tua comes back, if X is able to heal, uh, maybe not be 100%, but be 80%. If we even see Byron Jones come back, like, man, th- this defense, maybe they're not as great as we, as we built them up to be, but I don't think it's what we saw in the second half against the Jets either. Yeah, but I do think that, you know, you look at a Vikings team coming in this week that does have a lot of weapons between Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. You know, this is a lot of firepower coming in here. They're four and one on the year. They're road favorites now. And I think that if you were talking two weeks ago and you had your Dolphins team at more full strength, I don't think that the Vikings probably would be. Maybe it would have been Pickham. Maybe the Dolphins would have been one point favorites. But for them to basically say if this was in Minnesota, they would think the Dolph- that Minnesota was uh, a touchdown better than Miami. To think where we were a couple of weeks ago, riding high and as crazy as we were. You know, it speaks to how much they're going through right now. And, you know, it's tough to ignore the elephant in the room with with the idea of, look, as much crap as Tua Tungavailoa gets, as much as he is criticized around here, when they don't have their starting QB, they don't play as well. It's not like rocket science here. And I think that you could say that for a lot of teams. You know, maybe there's the Cooper Rushes out there who can keep their teams afloat, but you know, he was having a very, very good start to the season and, you know, won an an incredible game against the Ravens with one of the most memorable games in the last 30 years for Dolphins. Beats a rival, concussed or with a broken back, either or, take your pick. And, like, who doesn't want that? That's what we've been waiting for with a young quarterback down here forever. And to not have that, to have that taken away in such tragic fashion... It's a tough mental blow, I think, for the team, too, because, you know, we can say all the nice compliments we want about Teddy Bridgewater. That's cool, but he's been on a gazillion teams. He's a journeyman at this point. And Skylar Thompson, 
dude, it was a product of the preseason. Like that's that's <laughs> that's just what it was, and and it's fine. I I like to get into the silly sauce and buy into it too, but he clearly has a long long way to go. And so you add all that on top of the fact that maybe this defense was also dealing with injuries. I just don't know what the expectation should be uh, for them to be the team that was the team that started 3-0 and right now. Yeah, and to go back to what you said about the Vikings coming in to Miami being favorites, if two is healthy, they're not favorites in this game. Maybe it's a pick em, maybe, but Miami gets the advantage there at the very least in the spread. But um, you're right. Should we alter expectations because two is out? Obviously, but I still don't think this Vikings team is a contender for the Super Bowl. I mean, they have great weapons in Justin Jefferson, but I mean, the Bears were able to come back, put some points on the board against them, and and the Dolphins are much better than the Chicago Bears. You're back at home yeah. after the last two games being on the road. Um, I'm not just writing this one off. Like, if that's what some people want to do, where you're just going to write this one off, chalk it up to injuries and say, well, it is what it is. We'll, we'll look ahead. I don't, I don't think the right approach here. Uh, obviously, certainly the Dolphins are going to take that approach, Max McDaniel. But I'm saying just from, from our perspective, from a fan's perspective, um, I don't think you do that. I still think this is a winnable football game if Teddy Bridgewater is able to play. Yeah, I mean, like looking at the Vikings right now, like their wins are Green Bay first week of the season. Uh, and, you know, this certainly has not been, you know, the the the, the vaunted Green Bay that we've come to know um you know they think they're good but that you know definitely looks like Aaron Rodgers maybe taking a little bit of a step back and then their other wins are Lions Saints Bears none of those teams are good and no. their losses to the Eagles who have beaten everybody so far this year so yeah maybe they're a little bit of a Fugazi four and one coming in here but it's Kirk it's Kirk Cousins told me I, mean, I get what, it what dude I get it look I, I'm not scared <laughs> of Kirk Cousins I'm scared of all of his friends yeah yeah, but it is Kirk Cousins not on prime time. Typically, True. that's when he plays well. The we numbers this, show that's when he plays well. We need well. this game flexed. <laughs> Zero chance. Zero chance at that happening. But um, look, would it shock you? It, just, just being optimistic. I know a ton of people right now don't want to do this, right? But would it shock you if the Dolphins' defense had a big performance against Minnesota? I get it. They have the weapons. Dalvin Cook is probably going to rush for 3,000 yards against us. Like, that's what we're all expecting. But would it shock you if back at home, Miami's able to force a couple turnovers, maybe uh, maybe get to Kirk Cousins, force another fumble? Like, they've done that. They, they haven't been able to force turnovers since Buffalo. Since, right. who was it? Uh, Javon Holland hit Josh Allen yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Melvin Ingram because he's he's got – uh, whatever the opposite of Joel Anthony hands is, that's what Melvin Ingram has. Anytime there's a, a loose amazing. ball. NFTF, yeah. dude. He's got it. Yeah. He's yeah. got it. No, I would say, no, it wouldn't shock me because, like I said, you know, looking over the Vikings, they have elite weapons for sure, and it's a very scary. It's a lot of firepower that you have to stop. I, but I'm not as confident. Like, I, I, to, to, tell, to tell you that I think that this defense can shut it down uh, and, and carry this team. I don't know if I have that faith in them right now. I think because of the injuries, um, I, I'm a little bit shook on that right now. I think that they, they need to show me something. I think that they showed, I think we had some of these questions after the Ravens game for sure. Um, and they, and that fourth quarter kind of swung the momentum and the bills performance was good because they never broke. Like they have a lot of yards, but they always came up with the big stop. They always came up with the big play and they put, 
that was probably their best game of putting pressure on a quarterback in Josh Allen. He's just hard as hell to bring down. Um, but I do think that they, yeah, they do need to, to get to that level that they were on the second half of last year. If this team is going to have, if you tell me that we have a guy that's going to go on terrorize Kirk cousins and, and does get a couple of pickoffs. Yes, yeah, certainly. Then the game is, is much more in your hands and they need to pick up whoever their quarterback is, whether it be Bridgewater or Schuyler. I'm not, ha- I don't have any hope it's going to be Tua because hearing the coach speak, it doesn't sound like Tua is close to playing. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I don't think the coach knows who's going to play, by the way. No. I don't think Mike McDaniel has any idea, or at least he didn't yesterday when he spoke to the media on Monday. I don't think he, he has any idea who's going to play. I don't think he really truthfully, I don't think anybody understands what the protocols are moving forward with Teddy Bridgewater. Had zero concussion like symptoms was cleared to come back in the game, but because of the new rule that was implemented, you know, what, what, like two hours before kickoff on Sunday, um, he's not allowed back in the game. He's in concussion protocols, even though he didn't have concussion-like symptoms. Like I, I don't think he knows 